It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show in which we clean out on all things Best Supporting Actress, maybe some awards, maybe some BSAs of the week. We might just chit-chat about some stuff that didn't make it into the main episode. Um, We'll find out by the end of this episode what we did talk about. But in the meantime, I'm still Colin. And I'm still Nick. And we, you know, typically a little glimpse behind the curtain, you know, we, we record in the morning and, and gentle listener, what you don't know is we typically record the main episode and the after show back to back. And then we release the after show later. And so like, it's the (laughs) magic of production, but this time, you know, real life was calling. We finished the, the main episode, you know, work was blowing up for both of us. So we hit pause on this, did our work thing. Now it is the evening of the same day. And we just... Uh, well, Nick was kind enough to let me go on for about 20 minutes about the existential crisis that I'm having <laughs> around work and my career. Um, and now I'm feeling really good. So uh, so good thing. Otherwise, this episode was just going to be me complaining about work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pulled a muscle on my shoulder since we last talked. So that's how my day is going. Oh, I didn't even it's know that. It's annoying that mid like right shoulder blade just like right in there it's so stupid it like hurts to breathe a little bit like i'm <laughs> fine <laughs> just hurts but to breathe you know i know i'm like i'm bruised on the inside but uh i hate getting old I, i'm yeah, not I... old first of all i want right. to i know everyone like above the age of 35 i'm 35 and feeling great but yeah. um my back well. is just a piece of shit <laughs> I feel like you. Do you have ailments like that? Do you not? Not to the extent that you do. I feel like yeah. you. You're pulling out muscles like they're. You know, I don't know. What do you pull out like their uh, unibrow hairs? I don't know. I. Yeah. <laughs> around you know, in the evening, my metaphors are mushy. But you, I feel like it's just one pulled muscle after the other. I know, and I hate being that like guy you know what I mean like I was talking mm-hmm. we went on a walk with Jamie today and I was I don't want to be like that's not I don't want that to be my only story you know like here's all my ailments like that's so mm-hmm. I shouldn't be I'm not at that age and really it's just my back it's like my lower back has given me problems since I was 24 so oh like it's been a long road and I don't think anything's wrong I've had like x-rays I've had MRIs not recently but I had an x-ray last year and everything seems to be like fine but there's no consistency to it i think that's like the most annoying thing and i I work out twice a week with our trainer and like it helps and hinders at the same time because i know i have to keep moving and Mm -hmm. i walk um so yeah it's fine but like the mid back pulling is like that i haven't done that in like a long time that actually doesn't happen ever so uh it's just currently what's going on my lower back feels uh pretty good all right oh that's um, good but shoulder not so much back pain sucks but um, anyway, yeah, what I else mean, can we talk about? <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, I was going to lean into it and be one of those people who, you know, I'm, and I'm sure this is not the first time you've been asked this, but like, have yeah. you ever tried yoga? <laughs> but uh, of- <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I think one of the, like the greatest things about 
telling someone your ailments is like they might have like some sort of like some person that really can like whether it's like a massage or like some sort of chiropractor situation or whatever it is but yoga is the one thing that i have not i do like stretching Mm -hmm. i lack the discipline for pretty much anything that requires exercise (laughs) or movement that's like one of my i mean it's everyone's fatal flaw unless you like to work out but i work out twice a week with my trainer because i have to and we pay him um right it's like i i want someone to i mean that's what yoga classes are for i guess we used to have a studio like you know, three minutes away and they closed down even before COVID too. So I'm aware. And I know there's a lot of really great things on YouTube for free. So yeah, if if anyone knows any like hip, like lower back centric yoga tapes, (laughs) yoga tapes, I'm like (laughs) Suzanne Summers. (laughs) It was got a a VHS you can lend. I know. Yeah. I don't know why I went there, but uh, yeah, send them my way. Yeah, I mean, I I can say like I I find with yoga, folks listening, this is what the best sporting after show this week is going to be very casual chit chat. Just yes. so you know, there's no awards talk. I am not going to say a word about Maria Bakalova and whether or not I thought she deserves an Oscar nomination or not this week. <laughs> I stand by my feelings. The past 27 episodes, I've said things yes. about her. But uh, so for before war now, you're in you're in for a very, you know, we're, we're out in the in the lobby eating goobers and talking about our yes. back problems. But uh, <laughs> I found with yoga that like the more I do it, the more I want to do it, the less I do it, the less I want to do it. That's sure. probably true about most things in my life. I find that's probably true about any kind of exercise. I find that to be true about in the details where like every time I do an episode, I'm like, why don't I do this more often? I love doing this, but then yes. it just feels like so much work, but I love doing it. And, but I'm like, we're already doing five episodes a week across my other podcasts, you know, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The point of this being that I, um, I found that like yoga in a studio, I mean, there is kind of the hump of getting over like the commute and it's very easy to kind of be like, Oh, I don't want to leave. It's cold. It's rainy, whatever. But it does help if you have. So when I was in Sacramento, the point of the story is when I was in Sacramento, I, there was a yoga studio that was like maybe like a four or five block walk from my apartment. And you know, the way that it worked is, you know, you signed up and you registered and reserved your space in a class, um, you know, ahead of time. And then you could cancel that slot like within 12 hours of the class, or, you know, before 12 hours, yeah. you know, within the class, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. once you hit that 12 hour window, then you're locked in. And if you cancel, you still have to pay for the class. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of helped that like, Oh, if the day before I'm like, Oh, I got to move that class. No big deal. But then like, you know, the morning of if I'm like, I'm not feeling it. It's like, yeah, but do I really want to pay like X number of dollars, you know, for a class I'm not going to be able to take. Um, so that helped much like your trainer, you're paying for it. So you do it. But then the other thing I loved about it was this, this studio was like my favorite thing about Sacramento. Like it's a lovely little city. It wasn't for me in terms of a place to live, um, long-term, but it was a nice little, you know, break from New York. But this studio, they had two, there was like one big room where they did most of the classes. And then there was a smaller one where they did some other like specialty yoga classes and the big room was heated. And so it was kind of like, you know, uh, like I've done Bikram yoga in the clay in the past. This wasn't Bikram, but it was all, you know, heated, you know, during the, the entire class. And that yeah. I think was, I love that because it like, it, 
it just made me feel like more present and more like aware of like either how uncomfortable I was or just how hot it was, but like it kept me present in the room um, Mm -hmm. and like made it more interesting versus just kind of like, well, now I'm holding pigeon pose and you know, (laughs) in this lukewarm room. Um, But it was, I think because I, by the end of the class, I would have gotten such a great workout and I would have, and I did so much sweating that it just, it was such a high at the end that I kind of like, it made me want to keep coming back because I kept getting yes. that little reward of like, Oh, I'm sweaty and stretched out. And I released all these emotions that were trapped in my hips, you know? And, um, and so that was really motivating. But whenever I've tried to do yoga at home, there's a great, I probably talked about it on this, this podcast, but there's a great YouTube channel called yoga with Adrian ADR. Yeah. It was a BSA a, of the week. Yeah. BSA of the week. Yeah, yeah. Yoga with Adrian. And she is so great, but I just can't commit to yoga at home. I just, yeah. I've tried it and I just don't want to do it. And so the point of that story is like, do yoga. And if you can do it at home, great. But like, given what you've said about like not being a workout person, it's probably better to have that built in factor of like, well, I paid for it. I have to go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what can motivate me. I mean, honestly, the only thing that has really ever motivated me is having a buddy do it. Mm -hmm. But also Mm -hmm. like, I have to have a buddy that is not like me. I have to have a buddy that's like, we're doing this, shut up and do it. You know what I mean? Yes. That's that's like how Keon is with like working out. He does. He's not mean to me, but like he's, you know, uh, and even like back in the early days of like squirrel friends, like I, it's, it's tough doing a podcast by yourself. Like you were mm-hmm. saying before, then the details too. But like with Amanda, she, we would just, she would just be like, we're doing it. Let's, let's record this day, blah, blah. She just like steered the ship. Right. And I was like, great. And then we developed the consistency and then it just like kind of went from there. I think and with anything, it's just developing habit and doing it and um, starting to see results and getting excited about it and continuing. Uh, it's, it's just like every, because another part of that, conversations like i just haven't found the form of exercise that i really like and like yeah. i don't think there is one that i really like i like swimming i like mm-hmm. bike riding i like walking running is fine <laughs> like but uh <laughs> what about it's... um what member you bought didn't you you bought a bike and you were going to use we the did peloton buy a bike app? yes How did that that, that quickly faded uh-huh um we bought the peloton app because thank god we didn't buy the bike yeah Jesus. um that would have been $2,000 down the drain. And mm-hmm. uh, we used it for a little bit. And then then my back got worse because of that. Because I actually pulled... It's it's not even... I'm like, I'm hearing myself talk. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa. I, we just need to... I'm just like, and then I pulled my knee muscle. It's just... Uh, I did. I pulled something in my knee that like messed me up. I feel like I'm just like... Um, I can't really get ahead because my body is just like saying no to a lot of things but I'm trying and I know um I've been in this sort of like limbo of like not being able to do like a really full crazy workout because of my back for a while so I I think that also has to do with the fact that we're working out from home and like once we're fully vaccinated we'll be back in the gym with our trainer and that'll be cool like I'm I'm very much looking forward to that and I really do feel like that is the light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. for a lot of things so it's just been like you know, quarantine working out. Um, it's fine. I like, I have, I've probably gained about five, anywhere between five and 10 pounds, like somewhere in there. And I'm fine with it. Like I feel good. 
I still feel like, you know, sexy in my own right. Like some days are better than others, but also like it's fine. And I'm not going anywhere, but summer's coming and I need to keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I think, you know, this working out from home shit is overrated. I, I mean, I I invested in the Peloton. I dropped the mm-hmm. money and like I've used yeah. it. I probably I mean, I never think that I'm using it enough. I feel like I should be using it like five days a week and I probably yeah. use it like two to three times a week. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like a 20 minute ride. But like, yeah, but it's at, still something. It's still yeah. something. And it's a workout. I'll tell you, 20 minutes and I'm, you know, I, I'm yes. a sweaty mess Crunched. by the end. Yeah. And uh and it's been like men- like mental health wise oh my god i mean that's i think what's motivated me probably you know you make a good point about finding the type of exercise that like works for you and i think mm-hmm. finding the motivation as well it's like yeah i could probably I could lose 10 pounds and not miss them you know like mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm fine to keep them fine to lose them you know but yeah that so that doesn't really motivate me as much as like when i'm in a funk which is like you know always uh i (laughs) which you know when uh anytime uh you know i know that like okay if i do a 20 minute ride on the peloton like i'm gonna feel better than i did before i started riding and so yes that's really what drives me is like i'm i'm feeling super anxious or i'm feeling down or i'm just like in a weird headspace and i just need to work it out and i think that like you know in the past it's like if someone said oh this will help you lose weight like I was always obsessed with that. Like that was totally motivating. But as I've gotten older, you know, the like, and really this has kind of always been true. If someone said, oh yeah, this will help with anxiety. I'm like, oh great. I'll do it. Whatever. I'll do it. You know? Um, And so I try to use that as the motivator for working out as like, oh, it'll help with anxiety. It'll help with depression. You'll sleep better. And it's like, okay, those things matter to me. Whereas the extra 10 pounds, I'm like, "Eh, you know, honestly, you know, I kind of like the way it looks, you know, I like the way my pants look on me, you know? Yeah, I mean, no matter, gosh, I mean, there's like a bit where it's like, you thought you were fat in high school, but you weren't fat in high school. You're like, I wish I could go back to that because like, that's the kind of fat that I want to be. But like, we weren't fat. We were like rail thin. And like, even now, like 20 years from now, I'm sure I will look at myself at 35 um, or I'll be 55 then. But like, I'm like, wow, I looked really great. And I can't believe I stress. I don't stress out about weight. Like I... I do when I don't. It depends on the day. It depends, like, who I'm seeing. If I haven't seen them in a while, like, I automatically think they're going to sit, like, like whoa, Nick packed on a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it doesn't matter. It's, like, it's it's so much time and energy that really – I don't know. It's different for everyone, too. Like, uh, there's something about – Keon always makes the joke that every time we walk into, like, a gay bar or, like, a club – we don't go clubbing, but, like, any sort of gay event that he immediately feels like he weighs 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, And that's, right. like, a whole other subset of it, too, is just, like, you know, the muscle gaze versus the average gaze versus, like, the gaze that are overweight and – um that's a whole other can of worms, really. It is. I was <clears throat> I was on Facebook, which was my first mistake, and there was someone I'm, like, friends with through, like, an old job. I don't know. Like, one of those weird tangential connections. But he's gay, and he's, like, uh, I guess at some point in the last year spent um, <clears throat> a few months in, like, Brazil or something. But anyway, he's posting all these pictures, and he posted, like, some short clip of him at some, you know, club or some circuit party looking kind of event. And I I have no idea the timing of this. I'm not passing any judgment from a COVID or safety standpoint. Like it's not, 
you know whatever like yeah. i'm i'm not there you know, i'm so we, tired of talking about that stuff too it's totally like, i don't I, even care anymore i don't even care i'm like do whatever the fuck you want to do i don't yeah. care but <clears throat> like there was like you know the camera panning around and i was just like and it's just it's all these like especially in brazil it's like all of these just like muscle gods and i just oh, thought Brazilian like men, my Lord, yeah man. and it was like oh my god this is like a whole other like breed of of gay that like i think in my 20s i i was trying to keep up with i was nowhere close to but thinking that i needed to keep up in to some extent or to get to my level of like what for me could compare to that you know or yes. how could i be close to that and like now at like 36 i'm like no i don't i don't want to look like that and I can't like like it's not in my genetics to look like that. Like it's look at my parents. It's like, OK, th- that's not your body type. And like, I'm not dissatisfied with how I look. I don't I'm totally fine with it. But mm-hmm. I agree with Keon. Then when I see like that breed of gay, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. Like it just all of a sudden my the the uh my currency has less value, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're feeling your oats and you're having like a really good day or maybe you have been dieting and you feel like you put on a new outfit and you're feeling the best that you felt and like you look the best that you've looked and you just walk, even like walking the streets of New York. I remember when I lived there, I would just see one guy wearing just like jeans and like a, like a shitty white t-shirt and look so effortlessly beautiful mm-hmm. that I would just like <laughs> like fall down the stairs into the subway like it's just right. <laughs> it's it's if that's the goal then you're never going to get the goal but like you should always or reach that goal rather but like you I do like when I first started working out this is probably like in 2019 too like I was really going ham and I it, I was the thinnest I've been in a long time and people started mm-hmm. noticing and it felt great and I knew that it's I know that it's I, I, I it's not within me to keep that up because you have to keep it up for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's right. the only oh, way yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. And I was like, well, I'm I'm just gonna enjoy this time because I'm on a roll, I'm feeling good. I was working out like four times a week and really watching what I ate and um yeah, I could do it if I wanted to, but I just don't I love pizza and and cupcakes, you know? Yeah. I get exactly. And you know, the thing about the you know, the, the additional part of that is like there's I think of it as, you know, uh you know, being single, there there's always kind of the perspective of like sure dating or hooking up or whatever or just like, you know, being marketable, let's be real. Um, I see a lot of this on like social media and like on Twitter especially, but like more and more there seems to be like people who are like, like you'll see a comparison picture of like this total muscle God and then like some guy with like a little bit of a belly and it's just like, or like a before and after picture of somebody who's like lost weight and they're like, oh, I, the guy who's thicker is better or the thicker version was hotter, you know, like there's this thing about that now and I feel the same way. Like I'm not really a, like, and not that it, it's just like a a good point of reference for myself of like thinking that I need to have that perfect body. It's like, and the reason I'm thinking I need to have it is so that I'm more attractive or more marketable to other men. And it's like, but when I think of myself, I'm a gay man and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I consider myself uh, an, an active gay man. I don't want that. Like I, like I don't mind it, but I don't yeah. seek it out. And if I, if I meet a guy who's got like a little bit of a belly or has got, you know, a little bit of handles or something, 
I love it. Oh my God. I love it. It's perfect. Like when I, when I meet someone and I can see that like a little bit of belly pressing against their, their t-shirt, I'm like, Oh, there's hearts in my (laughs) eyes right now. I just, it's so sexy and I don't know what it is, but, um, so there's this part of me that's like, well, if I, if I looked like that, or if I got to that point, it's like, you know, like when I sit down, everything kind of collects around my waist a little bit. Like maybe that's hot. Maybe yeah. other people see that and they're like, oh, I just want to grab it. And I have to get over my like my hangups from when I was like 12 about like, yeah. gaining weight. And I have to let go, let go of all of those like food disorders that I have. Be like that thing that you were so afraid of and so resistant of could actually be exactly what someone's looking for. You know, I, the picture that I think of when you were talking about like celebrity uh, specifically with uh, celebrities was there was a picture of Nick Jonas going around like um, uh-huh. buff Nick Jonas. And then like Nick Jonas on a boat that just like filled out a little bit. And I was, and, and cause I've seen those before. It's like drinks mm-hmm. for gays, that Instagram account. Um, and so many <laughs> others that I, I right. that I love that are just like, so they're either like funny or just like, you know, whatever it happens to be. But um, yeah. And, and like most of the women I talk to, like, I think that's the, the perfect man is like, you know, it, I love Keon's belly. I love rubbing it. I love that he has mm-hmm. a little belly. He like doesn't love that he has it, but it's it's it like and it, for him too, it fluctuates. Like he is always going to be more in shape than me. That's how it always has been, and I'm fine with it too. But like, do I enjoy that the belly is like back? You know, during quarantine, I love right. it. I love it. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like not mad at the belly. Yeah, it's... yeah. Normalize the belly normalize the belly so that we can all just relax and have a sandwich and uh and then have another sandwich you know like it's just because it's also like i don't you know i don't like lifting weights i don't want to be in the gym every day yeah i don't want to eat for fuel none of that sounds fun to me Mm -hmm. uh it's certainly one of the perils i think of of if if slash when i'm in a relationship again is i go into that mode of like Oh, let's just eat together, you know? And oh, yeah. I mean, we're yeah. terrible. We're just like, should we go get ice cream? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And it's but just. Why not? It, why but not? why not? Like, why yeah. would you deprive yourselves of that experience, yes. you know? Um, so it's, you know, uh, it is it is the, the plight of so many women, so many gay men. I'm sure some straight men in their own way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I. Um, Thank you for coming to my TED talk. You know, there's yeah. snacks in the back. Yeah. Was... <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else to cover before we get into our BSAs of the week, but um, I feel pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. I, um, I, I, and I'll cover it in my BSA of the week, but I don't have much diversity in terms of my, my, the content that I've been consuming over the past week and, and what I've been spending my time on. So like, let's get into bsa of the week let's do it um i want to start just like with a with two small things and then i'll Mm -hmm. get into my excuse me my actual bsa of the week but um i got a new coffee warmer over the weekend um from the thrift store yeah my other one um it had a little bit of like obviously it was shaped like a circle but it had a little bit of like a lip on the end of it a lip (laughs) the one with the lip <laughs> and so my I like a big mug and some of my mugs are, you know, wider. 
Um, and it just wasn't, it didn't like warm it up well enough. And it was, uh, you know, it was a problem, a first mm-hmm. world problem. And then we found a new oh, one yeah. and it almost works too well. Like I actually have to turn it off. Sometimes when you get like near the bottom of it, it's right. like starting to turn into like soup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I'd rather have that than the opposite. And it's bringing me, do you have a coffee warm or do you do, what's your coffee ritual in the morning? You know, oh, it's no. funny. Oh, you know no. what? Never mind. That was the perfect. Yeah, go, go, go. Oh, no, but I know what you're I thinking. Forgot. I know where you, yes. I know where your brain is going. And don't worry, you're not jumping the gun on anything. Okay, I good, do because I do still occasionally drink coffee. And okay. I um, what I'll usually do is I'll make like I'll make I'll make the I'll make it like in a French press. Um, nice. Nothing fancy. It's from Ikea. You know, I've had it for a million years. Yeah, sure. uh, and so then, you know, I'll have a, you know, but the thing with that and I've thought about you in the coffee warmer is like. You know, I'll pour my first cup and then I'll get about three quarters through and I'm like, ooh, I better finish this because it's getting cold. And like, yes. granted, I could put it in the microwave, but I don't know, like that never... It I changes always... something. Yes! It does. Something It's like happens. the molecular structure. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know what it is. It, exactly. It's just something happens to coffee and I'm like, ugh, I just, I've nuked it, you know? And so... Yeah. Then what happens is, like, if I want to have another cup, it's like, well, at this point, I'm probably going to have to nuke it if I want it to be warm. And yes. so then I'll usually just kind of leave it out or, like, pour it into a bottle, and then I'll turn it – I'll let it become iced coffee, you know? And then yeah, uh, that. and then that'll be kind of, like, the next round. If there's any of it left, it'll be iced coffee, which is good. Um, but, you know – I. I want to have a nice hot cup of coffee. Am I asking for too much in the world? I so, know. I know. I might invest in one of these warmers you speak of. Oh, it's nice. It really is because it's like I feel that freshness that we that we want. It, it makes it, I don't know, it just it, it keeps it as is. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're like a coffee and cream or cream and sugar. Like I, I like cream in my coffee just to cut some, down some of the acidity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. drown it in cream. I, I always feel like I need like a swatch to like just like show others like it's this much cream. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. This is the final color I'm going for. Yeah, I'm gonna go to yeah. Sherman Williams. I'm like an, a, right. a mocha color. Yeah, I'm like yeah, taupe yeah. Even. It, yes, a nice taupe coffee. Yes. I um, I found an almond milk creamer that I use. Um, Ooh, and, okay. And that's been really good. So I'll add like a little bit of that. I'll add a little packet of stevia. Um, bada bing, bada boom. So, nice. Um, yeah. I, yeah, the coffee uh, warmer's key. When we were in North yeah. Carolina two weeks ago or whatever, um, I didn't take my coffee warmer and I regret it. <laughs> I regret every yeah. minute. Yeah, um, practically drove home. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Okay, so the other thing I want to talk about is an episode of a podcast that was recommended to me by a one Shane Camaro. Ever heard of her? Oh, um, I'm familiar. Yes, and it's actually her podcast called Clubhouse Binge. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's on Apple. She sent me the link through Spotify, but she had a one Johnny. Johnny also, ever heard of him? Um, yeah, I'm on, And they talked about Clueless, and it was such a great episode i loved every second of it i think the two of them they've got something going i don't know they were zigging and zagging i really liked Mm -hmm. their energy um i will listen to any podcast about clueless because it's just i mean it's clueless colin what are you gonna do it's like it's clueless uh, and just they hit every mark that i wanted them to hit and um they just had a ton of fun and she's really she's a really great interviewer we both love shane camaro we We've both met her in real life, and I just love her so much. Um, so that was another shout out to both of them. 
Yeah, I haven't listened to that episode yet, but I should because oh, I think she so and good. I she and I are going to record tomorrow. Nice. Um, and I believe that we are going to talk about Jersey Shore. So, <laughs> Yay. Yeah. It's That's like, so you know, what are you binging Jersey Shore? That's what I can talk yeah. about. So, um, so I'm excited. I mean, she's great. Like she's just, uh, uh the best, the best. Uh, she's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm excited about that. I'm excited to kind of be like a recurring guest, with her and and then like obviously have her on on all right mary maybe we'll have her on best supporting podcast sometime Ooh, that would be great uh it just feels like why are we not doing that she's like uh, she's great like you we both met her in person like yeah. she's a who she's real you know what i mean it's like okay oh gosh, this isn't yes. a catfish you know Ugh, i'll never forget when we first got there we visited her in amsterdam her dog is so cute now she has two oh dogs. yeah i think she uh, might have two now yeah yeah two yeah and um just like so warm and inviting she immediately had like espresso waiting for us and we just like um it was right when i lost my passport so that was great Mm -hmm. she talked you know talked me off the ledge (laughs) and uh it was great and we had some herbal refreshments you know it was uh, of course it was a great time so i wish she was like close by but it also gives like us a reason to go visit her too so yeah, yeah, no, yes. I agree. I I've had it on my list to go to Amsterdam for yeah. a while, at least since last year. So, um, yeah. it's still on my list, and she's on that list of, yeah. of reasons to be in Amsterdam. Yes. How about you, Colin? What have you been? What's on your? Do you have any nominations? Mm. What's What's the scoop? Um, I guess my one nomination. What we kind of were hinting at before around the coffee thing. We were talking about this this morning, but I. Mm-hmm. You know, the the aforementioned anxiety uh, and coffee don't always mix. And so I, f- I started using this using it's like it's this thing called shot of genius. And it's um, it's like it looks like and tastes like a five hour energy shot. But it's got, you know, it has caffeine in it, but it has a couple other like, you know, minerals, amino acids, whatever things that I've taken yeah. before that I was like, oh, yeah, I've taken that on its own and it's helped. And um, and it's been really good. Like I've been like basically like I'll have the shot in the morning and then I don't drink any coffee. And like, I would say the last, especially the last week or two, like work's been really busy and I have been keeping up and, uh, and there's no real crash and there's no real, like, it's just been like really solid. And I do love the ritual of a good cup of coffee. Like there is obviously, you know, real coffee snobs, you know, are so into that and like the whole ritual of making it and brewing it and all of that. And I think that's all lovely. I just love that, like that good cup of coffee bit moment. Like, Oh, like I love taking that first yes. sip, especially when you make it yes. on your own and you're like, Oh yeah, that's a good cup of coffee. <laughs> and it's Java. so gratifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I will <laughs> say that like, you know, I don't want to get on a tangent on coffee culture, but I, you know, there's, there's things that I irrationally hate. And um, jazz appreciation, for example, <laughs> I um, I hate with such an undying passion. I hate the expression a pour over. I'm feeling like, oh, it's a, a oh. pour over. I hate it. I hate it. It's so pretentious. I've never done it. I've never drank a pour over that I know of. I don't even know because it's like. It is just that, right? It's a po- you have like a little mechanism. Isn't like all coffee a pour over? Right? Really Isn't it just it? you're pouring water over you're coffee? It. Yeah. And then you're brewing. Is that what it is? Is that all it is? Like just like people can be so precious about coffee, like coffee people and wine people. You know, Ooh. it's just like I think folks. my equivalent is wine people, and I'll even raise you like craft beer people. 
Oh, craft beer people. Oh, God. We're offending everyone. We're covering it all today. We're covering everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, I mean, if we're really going there, you know, uh, this was a thing. Because I, uh, when I lived in California during those yoga days, I also was vegan for a little while because I just went for it. I live in California. I'm doing yoga. I'm vegan. I did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I watched like a lot of like vegan YouTube channels and whatnot. And one of the things I found with those channels is like, People do like videos of like what I ate in a day or here's what I'm having for dinner. And for some reason, people would always say, um, and then, you know, I just had like some grapes and then I had like, you know, a handful of almonds and then I had a few this. And, and it's always it's this like foragers diet. And like the, it's yes. always and then it's also like they always have to tell you. And then I put a little vegan sour cream on that. And then I put that on some vegan potato chips. And it's like, I get it. You're vegan. It's like mm-hmm. the whole COVID thing. I'm not going to oh, come for you. I don't care. Yes. Yeah, like, sure. Like, I'm not going to question, but wait, was that vegan? Um, anyway, I just figured if we're going to insult coffee people, wine people, and beer people, let's also, like, get the vegans in there before we go, you know? Vegan schmegan. Vegan schmegan. Uh, yes. Um, great. So anyway, I, yeah, yeah my nominee is a genius of joy, is a shot of great. genius. Shot um, of genius. Is that something that can be bought in, like, you know... I. I got it on Amazon. I got like okay. a, a box of six of them for like, I don't know, it was like 18 bucks, which okay. I guess, yeah, $3 a shot. I mean, I've paid more for coffee. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and I guess like they, there's like a whole, let's go a whole line. I mean, there's like, if you want to talk about annoying people, it's like the world of nootropics, which is all mm. like things that enhance your brain power and sure, your productivity. Sure. And, and so like, people who are into that they're always talking about like stacking like oh yeah i'm stacking these these supplements and what's your supplement stack and so this would fall in line with that i'm becoming one of those people essentially so i'm no better than anyone i'm insulting right now yeah i feel like my supplements are growing by the day i just bought some uh, turmeric and some mm-hmm. ginger over the weekend i know turmeric's really good for inflammation and, and a whole yep. bunch of other things too so i was on board for that and I don't know. It all sounds good to me. I don't. There's no really rhyme or reason. I'm just like, yeah, I'll just keep adding to this. I'm looking yeah. for a good uh, a pill box is what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't want oh, anything special, I, but I just want something I, that I could keep on my desk at work. I hate to admit bedroom. this, but I I do have one of those <gasps> like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, Saturday. that's what I'm looking for too. Yes, yeah, I, want I have one, one of because those. then it's it, there. It's just on your desk. I yeah, think there's and like it's joy all in that every week too. Yeah, it's kind of fun. There is. It, it's like a process, but I definitely, whenever I do fill it, I'm like, well, here's a glimpse into my future. Like, here's me at 70, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, hopefully I'm still doing it for myself at least, yes. you know? Yes, exactly. I feel like Anthony Hopkins and the father. You know? Yeah, I know. Oh my goodness. I I can't wait to watch that movie again. Um, I know. So anyway, there's that. Did you say what your BSA the week was? Besides, the no, company? I just okay. had my nominee. So feel free if you want to. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can go I'll first go. if you want. But no, I'll go. Um, okay. I'm like me first. Um, Please. I started watching. I've heard so many good things about this show, and I I put it off for the longest time too. And it's all women, and it is the show Good Girls on Netflix. Oh, with Retta and yeah. Christina Hendricks. Christina yeah. Hendricks, Retta, Mae Whitman. Mm-hmm. Um, seemingly like an unlikely trio of women to be on, you know, the same TV show. But uh, it works. It is 
I, I hate saying like it's Breaking Bad, but with women. But it is mm-hmm. it is that vibe. It is like this sort of like the in the it's a it's a great pilot. It's one of the best pilots I've ever seen. Okay, um, that's there good. is some really great actressing in it. Um, my only complaints, of course, because I'm me, is that the episodes mm. are an hour. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, no, and they're oh, not no. a half hour, and uh, mm. they do. Although sometimes like. We'll be watching because we'll watch like two in a row. Like we're we're not doing it every night, but it is finally a show that Keon and I both really like, and uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't come across so often these days. We we've kind of like split up and watched, you know, whatever. Um, but it's great, honestly. Retta, like Retta yeah. is better. <laughs> um, she's giving me some talking through tears moments like that I've, I've never expected that she could do. Same with uh, Christina Hendricks I knew has always been a great actress. I know like she was on Mad Men and Mae Whitman was on Parenthood and everyone has to cry on every episode of Parenthood I feel. Um, but Retta was what I, not that I was skeptical of her but like I even from like the first episode I was like okay this is Oh, you can do this. I didn't know you can do that. It is it is a joy to watch these women and it has like hints of comedy and but most of the time it's like very serious and uh, the stakes are super high. And I've read like articles on like Vulture and BuzzFeed of like Good Girls is the best TV show on on TV right now and no one knows it. So that's that's that alone was like enough for me to be like, okay, I need to do this. And they're four seasons in. So um, Oh wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I, you know, I've kind of always been, like, aware of it, and I, mm-hmm. I like Retta from Parks and Rec, yes. and, like, why would I not, you know, want to watch this? But I think I, I haven't been given that reason. Like, no one's told me yeah. that there was talking through tears. No one told me it's a good oh, pilot. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. you know, okay. Every episode is great. It reminds me of, um, like, dead-to-me quality of television, uh, I would ooh, say. Yeah, that's... like, I would say... With the women acting and the crying and the stakes being, you know, every episode leads into like the next one. You're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I can't believe that just happened. What are they gonna do next? Um, it's great. Right. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, that's I'm. I, th- this may become a future BSA of the week of mine. I'm. I'm. This is. I'm, I'm very. And I'm. I'm looking for new things to watch. So this is great. Yeah, I'd say give that pilot a try because it's. It's pretty. I mean, in, in all like honesty it's pretty like i wouldn't say like cookie cutter like stakes because they both have like three individual stories that kind of intertwine but it's Mm -hmm. it's really good and it's women and it's women which is you know kind of the prerequisite yeah 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 um all right well thank you for that i'm uh i because i've been i'm on the hunt for new podcasts new shows like i need a new podcast too yeah, I I feel like I have a, have a bunch. Like, there's the ones that I like. I always listen to, and I like as soon as they come out, I listen. And you know, but I've been hitting the stretch where I'm like, ugh, I'm subscribed to a bunch of podcasts I don't listen to. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, I just I don't listen to sibling rivalry, but I I'm subscribed to it. You know? But I just yes, I don't I don't want to hear them bickering. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't want to hear them bickering. I was know? just listening to one today, and I was like, they're gonna talk about this. I, I, that's actually been on my list. It's been sibling rivalry, not without my sister, uh, Trixie mm-hmm. and Katya, and uh, I don't like drive as much anymore. I don't walk. Like, right. If I'm walking. I'm walking with people. I. I need a reason to listen to more podcasts. I need the time to do it. I do have the time. Anyway, doesn't matter. 
I know. It's another first world problem. I, I, yes, need, exactly. I need a coffee warmer and time to listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, well, they, uh, this is all actually a good lead in for my BSA of the week and that I need new things to watch because all I've been watching for the past week, other than Rachel getting married, is more fucking Jersey Shore. I just, I, like, Nick, I just don't know. Like, it's not even like it's that, it's good, but like, there's definitely times where I'm like, okay, okay, I'm done after this episode. I need a break. Like, this is yeah. like, this isn't like, the, the, it's fun, but I, I need a break. I can't watch three episodes in a row. This is not meant to be like TV that I'm like so committed to. Yes. And then I just keep watching. And, you know, I've gone on enough about it. Like, at this point, I have talked about it uh, with Justine on her podcast. Did I make that up? I've talked about it on All Right, Mary. We dedicated, like, half of our last yes. Only Mary's episode to it. I've now talked about it on this podcast. It is a matter of time in the details. Watch your back. And now I'm going to talk about it with Shane on her podcast. Like, I am yeah. spreading the good word of Jersey. I don't know how good it is, but I'm I'm obsessed. And I think <clears throat> to try to, like figure out why like other than just like oh it's easy it's easy watching i think it's i think i'm not and this is i think what i'm I'm hoping to talk about with shane is like the escapism of it is so specific you know and it's like and it's not even like ideal escapism of like oh i'm you know uh i don't know like if it was a travel show of like oh let's go to the maldives you know or or whatever um or even like the barefoot contessa like i think there's a lot of escapism in that yeah you know? oh for sure you may be familiar with that show i don't know if you've ever watched it or re- <laughs> discussed it on a podcast but uh i um i think it's the it's it's like escapism to a different reality you know and i think i also I'm like, I don't know. I'm like reading into it too much. I'm, I'm fascinated by like who these people are as characters, as if it was a, like a, a scripted TV show. It's like, mm-hmm. if I had to do a character sketch of Paulie D, like what's the story here with Paulie, you know, like, yes. or just these weird nuances that I think are a little um, problematic, of course, where like all the guys are obviously like in general, like kind of can be dirtbags about women and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then I still like, rationalize yeah but paulie seems like a nice guy he seems like yeah he's everybody's i mean friend. paulie is a nice guy i feel he yes is. i feel the same yes he's a nice guy and i'm just like yeah but paulie's a nice guy but like and and so it's all just like so strange but anyway that is still because it is literally like what i've been watching like after we finish recording and i finish editing our our main episode there's like a really good chance because i'm getting towards the end of season two I've, mm-hmm. I've, I'm at this point. I once I finish this, I'll now have watched seasons one through three, and then <clears throat> I've watched the first episode of season four in Italy, and I'm like, well, all right, maybe I'll keep watching. Um, yeah. I, I, it's like I know it's like this drug that I, it's like my my old relationship with weed, where I'm like, I know this isn't doing me any good, but I just keep hitting it, you know. Yeah, I'd say don't fight it. Like I, yeah, I, I just feel like rest assured. If there was a way, I mean, I feel like I could get my hands on them, but I would have to pay as well. Like my guiltiest of guilty pleasures would be Honey Boo Boo. Like if that was ever uh-huh. released on Netflix or Hulu, you would never see me again. Like it would be wow. the same, the same path that you're taking right now. Right, right, and like. 
I don't, you don't need to, I, I know what you mean. It's like, you almost feel like you have to instantly justify it because it's Jersey Shore and it's not like, you know, we're not watching something that, but like, I don't know. Just, I, I'd say like, watch what you want. I think. Yeah. I hear that, right? It's like, who's judging me? I'm here. I'm alone in my house. I pay my bills. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. I deserve it. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that has been, um, and you know, it's like, I, I could, I could, and, and this will probably be like a lot of the conversation with Shane as well of like, there's probably something very specific as well about watching Jersey Shore during this lockdown and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just kind of the, that type of like wild, unbridled, no consequences kind of narrative. It's like, oh, we live in a world right now where everything has consequences, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, not that I have any desire to like go to karma and, you know, uh, dance near the DJ booth, but... Uh, yeah, but it's fun it, to watch others do it. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just, you know, the Sammy and Ron relationship is... It, it, it's so bad from the beginning. <laughs> And that it goes on for seasons. It's such a bad relationship. I need a supercut of Sammy saying, we're done. We're done. I'm done with him. That's it. We're done. She says it so many times. They're never done. They're never done. So they're never done. And uh, and I'm just never done watching Jersey Shore. But I'm going to try to pivot to good girls because I think that's going to fulfill me uh, so much more. Like any talking through tears on on Jersey Shore would would not mm-hmm. compare except for Jay Wow. Jay Wow is Jennifer is is quite the she's so nuanced but yeah. um oh, I can't wait to hear uh, that episode with Shane. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. So, um so that's that is unfortunately my my two-time Diane Weist style BSA uh, of the week. I love it. I love it. I fully support yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you. And you know <laughs> Housewives, it's coming. It's happening. Yeah, it's probably... I mean, this is the year. I feel it. Yep, this is the year, and I think it's going to be New York. I think I'm going to go back to like the original, like Ooh, the first yes, season. Please, and that's just... like around where I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we can kind of like, yeah, we can queen out on that. Um, mm-hmm. All right, okay, it's happening. I'm making it I'm happen. Excited. I mean, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, this has been this was a fun little, you know, variation from the norm. We didn't talk yeah. about anything awards, actress. I mean, we did a little bit of actress talk, but yeah. uh this was more of just a like, you know, a casual chit-chat. So casual I hope this Friday. was Good Friday is when this will be released actually. Yeah. So yeah, this a is good a good Friday. Friday. It was a good Friday episode. So, um I hope you all enjoyed this little glimpse behind the curtain. Um of all of our first world problems and our aches and our pains and our uh, body image issues, um, (laughs) you know, uh, and that, as they say, is that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, that's the perfect place to end it. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Take care. Yeah. Bye. See ya.